We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. like two shadow boxers going at each other the yeah. first person to throw a punch will, will win yeah but but they're both in on the fix and they're both supposed to go down hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast i am your host mike gottlieb and with me is andrew laird andrew we split the tuesday wednesday slate even though the one that was official for us you won of course on DraftKings. what a game week it was uh unexpected fun explosions of goals and uh actually some big games that lived up to the hype andrew uh i would say one game lived up to the hype and what were the other big games wasn't it just Chelsea Man City? Everton oh, right, United. Burnley Stoke, right, right, that one too. That and, was a good one. And Everton United. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was good. I was speaking with uh, a friend of mine who is a United fan, and we were kind of going back and forth trying to figure out if United not necessarily got bailed out or got lucky, because uh, I kind of feel like the late handball on Ashley Williams that ended up being the game tying penalty kind of made up for the Ibrahimovic goal earlier that was incorrectly ruled offside. So, eh, what are you going to do? I feel bad yeah, for all the Everton. I mean, if you're, Ever- if you're Everton, uh, you got to 
you got to have better outlet passes to Romelu Lukaku when you're on the counterattack. That's what you have to do. Well, he he did have one that and that was almost a, a one-on-one, and Eric Bailly came in and made a great tackle like right at the end. But I was also saying it's just crazy to see Lukaku like in space with the ball and how easily he moves for somebody his size. Like it's just not like you don't see many soccer players. Yeah, like that. he can he can beat you with his back to goal and with his front to goal. Yeah, yeah, he's very impressive. Yeah, and Eric Bailly, by the way, equally impressive. Yeah, for as sure. A, uh, as a just a pure talent mm. perspective. Yeah, Daily Blind, not so much. <laughs> no, Daily Blind, not much at all. Luke Shaw, uh, kind of impressive, I guess. Um, there was speaking of this same uh, guy I was speaking with. I didn't see the quote, but apparently after the match uh, in the press conference, somebody asked Jose Mourinho about Luke Shaw because he played pretty well after he came on. And Mourinho made some comment that like Shaw was playing with his own body, but Jose Mourinho's mind. And like, that's why he was good. And it was like that was it was such like a Mourinho comment, too. But I don't know why anybody likes to play for this guy. Does anybody want to play for like like to play for him? Like if you were offered equal wages at two different places well, and he yeah. was at one, like would you take that one? His track record of winning always helps. Yeah, but there are plenty of managers who win. And how when you're on the level much, of going to a team like And I was about yeah. to say how much difference does a manager make really? And so I, I I and a lot of people's answer would be great. Like there could be a great difference, you know, but um I don't know. I just it, it's such a it's such a finicky. Like it seems like Zlatan, professional athletes and professional managers is not a business I want to be in. Okay, that's fine. It's it's too complicated, and they're and some of them are too self-important, as Mourinho certainly is. Mm. Um, speaking of this game, for those who are still wondering why they didn't get an Ashley Williams clean sheet out of this game because he left before they 16. allowed the goal is because if you get sent off, you are responsible for any goal that is then scored until the end of the game. Yep. In case anybody didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big swing for Ashley yeah, Williams. I, I'm owners. aware. Yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. Um, oh, anyway, painful. All right. And a good Let's win for go. Chelsea since they didn't even play that well and still No, won. they did not. That's yeah, like like I said with Arsenal against City, those are the kind of points that champions get. Yeah. Tough that, stretch for City by City by the way. Yeah, that Eden Hazard guy is pretty good. Especially when you give him two cracks on a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where like what happened last year. It's weird. Yeah, it must be that Mourinho guy <laughs> two years ago became, had him as the player of the year. Right, right. Strange how that works, weird. right? Just weird. Um, what did you think of the lineup that eventually led to Kurt Zuma getting pulled after 45 minutes? If he plays another – I mean, there's no way he's getting another start this year. No way. I don't think it was his fault. It doesn't matter whether it was his fault. He's getting blamed for it. That's a quick... I think that says more about the people complaining than it does him. What does that mean? 
just be, just because something is new in the lineup it doesn't mean that it was that person's fault when you know something bad happens. Because when when Zuma left the pitch, it wasn't like Chelsea's defense was significantly better. In fact, I would say it was the opposite. Um. Well, they allowed one goal with him on the. They allowed one hundred percent of their goals in that game with him on the field. How about that? <laughs> How about that? But I, I you, but I, I'm going to say you, that again. There's no way that they're going. They're straying unless somebody gets hurt. There's no way they're straying from Cahill, Luis, and Espiliqueta in the back again. It's all about whether Vic Moses is healthy. I, I don't think it does actually. I don't think. I think Espiliqueta is going to go back to center back, and whether it's Pedro or Willian at wing back, it's going to be one of them. Yeah, that's why you keep seeing the rumors that Chelsea are interested in wingbacks, both right and left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they're definitely interested in Mikel Antonio. That is for certain because those rumors have died recently, which means that they are totally interested. Yeah. Are you surprised that Zuma got the call over Nathan Ake? Thank goodness I'm they little, recalled you know, him. To be, honest, to be honest, I am. But I do think that Nathan Ake is around to push Marcus Alonso to be better. Um, I feel like if they were interested in using him as a left as a wing back, they would have used him. I think they look uh, at him as a central player. I just don't. I. I. I uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but I think I think if they need another center back, if you know something happens to Cahill or Louise, I think Ake gets the call next. I think he's seen enough of Zuma. I think that was his shot, and he got forty five minutes, and it wasn't enough. Conte obviously saw something he did not like. Mm-hmm. Let's go to game week 32, shall we? Yeah. By the way, good win by Arsenal. Olivier Giroud, five goals off the bench this year. It was funny. They were talking about... they had There was the opposite reaction to what I was saying because he scored again, and I was like, why is he not starting? And everyone's like, look how great he is as a sub. That's why he's not starting. It's like, that's ridiculous. That is the dumbest <laughs> argument I've ever heard. <laughs> Ugh. Super sub. I hate that concept. I hate that someone coined the term for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sunday. Uh, Sunday. My God. These weeks start on Saturday, typically, right? Saturday, April 8th. Uh, we have Tottenham, the sole challenger to Chelsea after Chelsea separated themselves further from Manchester City with that victory. Uh, a nice six-pointer for them. But Tottenham are the sole team in second place with seven points behind the leaders. They are at White Hart Lane taking on the suddenly surging Watford with the nice dynamic duo of Troy Deeney and Mbai Niang. Mm. Good pickup for me last week. <laughs> yeah, Niang. well done. Um, <clears throat> Watford are going to be in like big trouble in this match. The... Um, Walter Mazzari had his press conference today and he said um, Dini Cleverly and uh, Ducore is that how you pronounce his name? Ducore yeah um, are all fatigued and may not play uh, Sebastian Prodel and Jonas Kabul are out from injuries Miguel Britos is out because he got a red card in the last match and um Barami is unlikely to return from his injury. Um, so they are running out of players. <laughs> and, like, I don't even know who... Oh, I'm sorry. Etienne Capu and Jorelio Gomez are also questionable. 
So I don't even know who plays. Not that you were going to play any of those guys, but Zuniga has to play now, right? I'm not. Well, <laughs> Olabas and Janmat are there, so I'm not sure he does. Well, Zuniga could play for uh, for somebody yeah. in the midfield. <laughs> who? Yeah, who knows? So it could get real ugly. Um, Spurs are obviously still without Harry Kane. Uh, Wanyama, I think, might come back. Hugo Lloris missed the midweek with an illness. Apparently, lunch didn't settle with him, and so, uh, but he'll probably be back. So, looks like a Craig Cathcart and yeah. Mariapa and, and maybe. Oh, maybe Capasale comes in. Uh, he's been injured and he's kind of back, but um, like he's been out for a while. And I'm not sure you throw him back in against Spurs at White Hart Lane. So. I don't know. It's, it's it's ugly, and I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not gonna have any part of it. Thankfully, it's an early game, so I don't really have to deal with that. But other than waking up to do the lineup, but um, yeah. I mean, even with all those injuries, like I don't think anything changes. Like you were, if you played this game, you were playing Erickson, you were playing Deli Alley. If you needed a goal, Walker yeah, and Davies look. are fine. You know, like. Yeah, a lot of Tottenham in the high rankings of the yeah. of our rankings for the weekend. Right. You guys, I think, ranked Hugo Lloris a little high. Everyone had him like first or second. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. Really? <laughs> I mean, if Dini plays, if he recovers from being tired, you know, Dini and Niang are enough to make me nervous about the high price you'd have to pay for him. But if you're just chasing, if you're just chasing a clean sheet, I guess that's well, your the, best. The bet. rankings are price. I know, price irrespective. Yeah, so, but yeah, <sighs> come on. All right, all right. Second, like the best defensive team at home against Watford. I get it. Yep. A very fatigued and banged up Watford, no less. Yeah, equally equally fatigued. If you're talking, if you're talking about the amount of games and the, and the amount of time in the last week or two, equally fatigued. Well, I mean, Mazzari was like specifically saying that his players are are fatigued and may not play. Yeah, that, Whereas all you talk about is how good the Spurs conditioning is. I, I, I do talk about that. They have to run a lot. <laughs> I know. That's, you have to you have go. two hearts to play for Pochettino. That's what I think James Ward-Prowse said. Because hmm. one of them just is not enough. Uh, it, <laughs> this game killed me uh, on, uh, on, the prem, on the Taga Premier Division because – the guy I was playing against, I think he had Son, and Son scored late, and that's and that's kind of what that's what sunk me. And also, just like the the whole in, they were top, they were they were losing until the 88th minute, and then they won three to one. I know the whole Crazy. thing bothered me. Me too. Folded like uh, folded as if it was fixed. I mean, it's just because they're it's Swansea. Just, it is just because they're Swansea. That is totally true. Anyway, yeah, yeah, all all that Tottenham revenge that you were talking about. Uh, they almost had it. 88 minutes of revenge, and then they yeah, forgot they had to play. Apparently, they had to play 95 or six, and just didn't quite have it in them. Yep, they did not. Uh, I don't think Watford will have it in them either. I believe that Tottenham do get all three points in this one, and it is comfortable to start all of those options. Uh, if Mbai Niang is the only player that you kind of recognize from Watford in the in the game against Tottenham, would you play him? No. Okay. I, I usually move. I usually don't play guys at White Hart Lane. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, totally fair. Let's move on uh, to West Ham taking on Swansea. Arthur Masuaku, as we uh, referenced in our podcast earlier this week, did get the start for mm-hmm. Aaron Cresswell. Um, he did not play very well. It was okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> he did not. Uh, I mean, granted, it was Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... It it's makes a little easier me, this it, week. <laughs> Yes, but he on DraftKings he is priced accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but at West Ham at home against Swansea, I think all options that you were considering are good in this game. Yeah, I like. Toby Sigurdsson is as the only option from Swansea, really. Oh, I was just about to say, I and like Martin the, Olsen. I like the Swansea. Yeah, I like the Swansea fullbacks better than the West Ham ones. Maybe I like the West Ham. I like Masuaku a lot still. He did give me pause last week, but he is returning from an injury. Um, I guess I think the, and, and, the separation and just from not playing for a while. The separation between Olsen and Masu, Masuaku is greater than Masuaku to Kyle Naughton, and then even greater down to Sam Byram. So, like, if you if you think Masuaku is behind, fair. you know what? Olsen, That's yeah. fair. When you put it that way, yeah. it is a very well put point. But yeah, other than yeah, Sigurdsson, you'd have ahead of Lanzini and Antonio combined. Um, <laughs> it'd be <laughs> interesting to see if they start Diafrasako with or in place of Andy Carroll, since he finally came back from injury. Carroll didn't play particularly well against Arsenal, which was surprising to me. But um, Antonio too. But uh, yeah, those three make a pretty solid attack, although. If if Sacco starts, then that moves Faguli, I guess, to the bench, which isn't all that crazy of an idea, I, I suppose. It's not crazy, but I don't think it's a good idea. I think it should just be Carroll up top. Yeah, I think okay. that's fair. And then have Faguli and Lanzini on on either side with uh, or Lanzini behind with Mikel Antonio on the right. Right. Yep. Either way. I, I, you're not really you're not really going after Sfaguli or or Diapasako. Snodgrass. One of them yeah, yeah, Snodgrass is there too. Yeah, he's a weird one. Like he, I told, I, I keep seeing, I keep, I, I've said it last week. He's not the same player as he was at Hull. Uh, no, he's not. He's taken. Well, I guess he hasn't started. That, that's what it was. He didn't start in the midweek, but like the he has many more games with one or zero shots than he does with more than that since he joined. So, it, it, he's not. He's not uh, the same focal point as he was at Hull. Hmm. Yeah, and Lanzini and Hull takes found, a... and Hull have nicely found a new one. Yeah, yeah, Lanzini takes much more than I think we expected when they when they got Snodgrass. So, yeah, the uh, he's still so expensive on DraftKings at least that uh, you know, it kind of prices him out for me. Even even home against Swansea, like I think you'd rather oh, Lanzini. Even Martin Olson got priced out on DraftKings though. Um, I'm trying to. I don't even know where my here it is. Um, he's, I think he's like the second or third highest defender. Fifty nine hundred. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that price is that, that, that that's a price out. <laughs> like I'd rather pay the extra money and get Milner. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty high. Yeah. Just, just yeah, very very high. Yeah. All right, uh, but for this game though, I mean, you, I mean it's Sigurdsson and then everybody else really. If you like, want to go in terms of levels. Um, I'm not comfortable starting Antonio too goal dependent. Um, this yeah. is a good spot for him to get one, but it's too goal dependent for me. Yeah, that's right. I agree. And I, I'm not comfortable starting Snodgrass. 
Yeah, I'm, I would and, take... And if West Ham don't win this game, by the way, this could be the end of Slavin Village. Yeah. Could be. This, uh, sorry, uh, uh, let me rephrase. This, I, I'm anticipating it will be it the will end be. of Slavin yeah. Village. He, if he doesn't um, win. He has to win. Who are they, 33? Five points out of relegation? That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. They have. I mean, they have to win. Mm-hmm. Because at, at some point, they have to show some tangible results, especially at home. Yeah. 18 they, points out of 16 games at home. Yeah. So okay. oh, they've, sorry, really 15, got to, yeah, they've really got to do better. Yeah. They've okay. got the second, I'm sorry, third worst goal differential at home this season. It's not good. No. It's not a good place to be. All right. We've talked way too much about that game. Let's move on to Liverpool, a team that in the 10 o'clock slate, everyone's going to try to get at least one piece of this as they travel to the bet 365 mm-hmm. to take on Stoke. Um, it, it's, I mean, Philippe Coutinho, uh, he start, I mean, he looks healthy now, mm-hmm. even though he just came back from an international break where he should have been tired. Yep. Yeah. He's, he was the first guy I thought of in this game and basically yeah. on the slate yeah. other than the Man City, although... We'll get to that in a second, but yeah, Coutinho I think is a great play this week. He's it's it's amazing to me that he's not priced higher. Um, like he's three thousand dollars cheaper than Sigurdsson. Like that's a ridiculous jump. As yep. great as like Sigurdsson has been, he he shouldn't be three thousand dollars more than Coutinho. Fair. One hundred percent fair. Are you worried about Stoke in early April? Is there a three raindrops coming? I didn't even look. I, I I don't care. <laughs> I, I I don't look at England or England or Wales weather, whatever it is. It's England weather in this case uh, uh, for a Saturday game until Friday late night or maybe Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> the weather there may change. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I think so too. Okay. So no, you don't Start. like anybody on Stoke? No. <laughs> no, that is a barren wasteland. What about um? Like Mark Muniesa was great on FanDuel this week with all of his clearances and block shots. It seems like Liverpool playing. He'll Liverpool have the cha- he'll have the chance to do that again. Yeah. but I'm not count- I'm not banking on it. Um. All right. I I would. He's the one I like the most. Like Shawcross and Martin Zindi tend not to clear as much as Muniesa, and for those yeah. look playing on FanDuel. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't happen to play there on Fanduel mm-hmm. much. So uh, until until I get more into it, uh, I will one. just. Li- I'll, I'll let you be the expert with no follow up. Great, fantastic. Okay, uh, West Brom, your favorite team. Uh, <laughs> they are at home against Southampton. Uh, West Brom coming off. Uh, I got to be honest. It was a. I, I, I sometimes with with West Brom, I honestly don't know what to think, and that was very disappointing against Watford during the midweek. Um, it, that seems like it would be your classic. Uh, they've reached forty points, so they don't care anymore. Well, I mean, where'd that go? <laughs> I don't even know I, you anymore. I still, I still do think that. But I'm not going to say I don't want. I'm trying not to say the same thing every week. Yeah. But it was disappointing just the effort they put on against Watford. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, DraftKings wise, Nasser Chadley had like a decent game, five shots and six crosses. Should have had a goal um, if he knew how to score more. If, yeah, if, well, he if, be if, West he, if he was the player that if he was if he could score the way that he should have scored in that game, he'd be playing for Tottenham still. Right. Right. Um, we had Chris Brunt with nine crosses. You like him this week? 
Of course, I for his price, I will almost always like Chris Brown. Um, it's not that cheap anymore. Um, where are we? Six thousand. I mean, that's not crazy, I guess, but it's not crazy. It's it's not cheap. No, I think the, I, I think the bigger I, problem I, in actually. Full in full disclosure, I'll spoil it. I do not have them this week. Yeah, I was gonna say the the problem we have this week is that there are a lot of uh, good midfield options. Uh, the way that like that a lot of the better midfielders in the Premier League happen to be on this slate. Um, <clears throat> so going back to Coutinho, actually, um, he will be a forward, a midfield forward next week. I complained to Matt Bernbach over at DraftKings because. Opta hasn't had Coutinho starting in, as a midfielder all season, and yet they still have him there. So he'll be a, a midfield forward next week, which makes forwards a little easier. But we don't get that this week. So you have, you know, if you think of the Liverpool, Man City um, midfields, those are kind of packed with guys that you want. And we have any, you know, that doesn't even count Sigurdsson and Lanzini if you want him or Chadley if you're crazy enough. Or the Chelsea guys, <laughs> so I think that's why you don't end up playing Brunt this week. I, I I didn't play Brunt. I do have a City player, but I don't think it's one that you're anticipating. Um, don't don't let's not spoil it. We'll okay. get to it later. Okay. No guessing. Okay, on the Southampton side, Manolo Gabbiadini. What are we hearing? We are hearing specifically nothing. Like the uh, Claude Puel's like the recap from his press conference. Was that he, or not? What he said was that he had no update, and the last thing we heard was that he was questionable for the midweek. So he's questionable for this weekend, and I just don't, I don't see it happening. Well, if he plays, I like Southampton. If he doesn't, I like West Brom. Uh, he I, he, sw- he swings it that much to me. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, the um, I saw a stat earlier today that. Uh, Shane Long had the most shots in the box um, this weekend. Or, I'm sorry, this midweek. Like, the most shots in the box in the entire Premier League. He had seven. Um, all seven of his shots were in the box, and one was on goal. How do you get one on goal with seven shots in the box? Who was this? Shane Long. God. Yeah. He's come a long way. He's come a long way. <laughs> In that he went off the bench and made it onto the pitch. That's a long way for him. Yeah, I mean, J-Rod, it's either him or J. Rodriguez, and it's not looking like he's doing much. So, Dusan Tadic, false nine. Uh, oh, oh, no thanks. Um, Actually, that would be Nathan Redmond. Or, Nathan Redmond, yeah. false nine. Yeah. Um, Sam McQueen started last week or midweek. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that was just That's, a breather, I yes. believe, for... For, for I think Bertrand. yeah yeah I think Bertrand had an illness if I remember correctly so um you know it's that time of year people get sick yeah <laughs> spring times people are gonna get the sniffles right. for example uh you know recording in New York on a Thursday late evening here um you know it was thunderstorming about uh, an hour or not even an hour ago and now like the sun's uh, starting to make an appearance so oh, there we go. You know that always that it's it's always nice that fall weather. That's how people get sick, though. Okay, uh, let's get to the game that no one will be talking about. It's Middlesbrough against Burnley. Woo! This is the stoppable force meeting a very movable object. 
and Middlesbrough have actually, you know what? The 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 thunderful fun explosion of goals that Middlesbrough put on, which was two. Who saw that? Um, <laughs> yeah, of two, and then the but the problem was to get the two goals, they had to let up four. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, you know, and 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 then Burnley on the road. That is that is not a team you want to bank on, at least offensively. Yeah, it's. I mean. I think Middlesbrough could score like six goals in their next game, and I still wouldn't be like, "Yep, got to get Negredo in," or who you know who else. Uh, the only guy that kind of piqued my interest a little bit was Stuart Downing, which is oh. kind of crazy to think. Thirteen crosses in that whole game, and he had fourteen crosses two games ago against Man United. Um, He's kind of Burnley taking may over. let him cross. Uh, you know that's yeah. not that's not a terrible pick. I know. But I, I it just it, my it, I I always instantly recoil when someone says Stuart Downing. Yeah, it's um, I just can't think of putting together a fantasy soccer lineup in 2017 with Stuart Downing expecting to make money. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> um, on the Burnley side, um, I tweeted out something earlier from the Rotowire soccer Twitter account and about Ashley Barnes. Um, Ashley Barnes has uh, drawn the most fouls in the last seven weeks, which seems silly to me that that's like something that Ashley Barnes has been able to do. But anyway, that's because he gets need in the back on like headers. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but over the last seven games, he's taken 19 shots and drawn 26 fouls, which is like a surprising number of both for any player, let alone Ashley Barnes. That yeah, includes I would love a game. to see where those fouls were drawn. How many of them were at the halfway line? On it doesn't, like a goal kick? doesn't matter where they're drawn. I don't care as long as they're happening. But like he's he's been surprisingly good that if you want Burnley exposure, I think that's where you go instead of Andre Especially because there's no Robbie Brady. Right, right. What a pickup that was. I don't know. Barnes seems like a, a, a reasonable tournament option to me. I'll tell you this much: not many people will take him. I assume. Would you take, which defense would you take in this game? Because um, for our rankings, uh, I put these two goalkeepers one and two. Um. Right. So you don't think anybody scores? Correct. Um, <laughs> I think this is like I said. The, both of these teams need a point. Yeah, I'm. Su- uh, I'm surprised. Do you think Heaton makes more saves than Valdez? <laughs> this will be like two. This is like two shadow boxers going at each other. The yeah. first person to throw a punch will will win. Yeah. But but they're both in on the fix and they're both supposed to go down. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like it, no, it's like someone's trying to fix this boxing match, but they tell both both, both fighters of them to do to, the same thing. Right. Right. Um, I I don't I I wouldn't touch. That's the thing. I'm not sure I would touch either of them. I think they're both not. Yeah, no, I don't. No, thank you. Uh, I'm comfortable with either one. Uh, I, 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 I'm on the exact opposite side. Uh, if if one team does happen to slip one past the goalie, the other, uh, you know, even the guy who let up a goal, like there's going to be counterattack opportunities to get saves at that point. And then I think if this game does get an early goal, it will open up. And I just, but I don't think it will. That's the way I'll yeah. put it. But I think there's a good – I think there's a – I mean, Victor Valdez, I mean, there's a decent case for a clean sheet. And Tom Heaton, he's given you only like two or three weeks worth of pause in yeah. this 30-some-odd-week season. That's fair. 
So the, the, the mark of consistency. Yeah. And just because just because uh, saves come on even the worst of shots, and Burrow are totally capable of the worst of shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the seen. cool thing about saves. There you go. Okay. I can't break that game down with any kind of passion. I mm-hmm. just can't. All right. Another game that I can't break down with passion because Manchester City are going to trounce Hull. Hull on the road are god-awful, and Manchester City are pretty good. Uh, they were the better team on Wednesday uh, against Chelsea. That it, uh, I have no no two ways about that. I mean, it was just... I actually thought Thibaut Cotois was the man of the match, even though he let, even though like Aguero's goal was pretty weak on Cotois. Mm. Um, but if you just basically if you just substitute that, if he makes that save and prevents the Aguero goal, but doesn't make the save that Aguero, it would be the same result. Like Aguero could, should have easily scored in the eighty some odd minute right. on that cross from Nolito. Yeah. But you know, randomly the six foot seven guy had a knee in the way uh, <laughs> of the shot. Like it's just. Uh, you know that was that was that was really something, and, and he had four saves, and it was like twenty minutes into the game. Yeah, like he, he was very he unlike would, him. Yeah, very much so. Um, Chelsea were very lucky to get out of that with three points, and City can do one of two things: they could feel sorry for themselves and play absolutely terribly against Hull, but since they're at home, I don't think they'll do that. I just think that they'll take out their anger and aggression and win like six nothing. I kind of I agree. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. Um, the only the only thing is going to be who starts. Like they, Olito should start. Uh, I don't might. know why. I don't know why they don't play him and take and bring Sterling off the bench. Uh, well, Sterling didn't start the Chelsea match either. I know, but uh, um, they, because that was they had Fabian Delph on there, which I mean, like basically the biggest game to get them back into the title race, and Pep threw out. Fabian Delph and Vincent Company from the dead. And I'm just like, what what's going on here? Because defensive responsibility. He wanted he wanted the leadership. <laughs> so you throw on the your current captain and the former Aston Villa captain and hope for yeah, the best. Sure. Yeah, I I think this is gonna be a bloodbath. I think Jesus Navas is locking up that right back spot though. <laughs> what a joke. Ugh. What a joke stinks out loud but mm. so we'll move his position to make him even more responsible for bad things happening well there's just i mean nobody's been good in that spot there hasn't been a single defender for yeah, hector bellerin's gonna look good there next year and right, right back okay take him yeah I, I, i'm just i he's going to barcelona what do you mean going back to barcelona did you hear the isco room was it isco I think it was Isco. I've heard Isco all the time. There was an Isco, Isco and Hamas are always rumored to be going somewhere. It was an Isco. Well, this one made particularly no sense. It was Isco going to Barcelona because he was seen in a picture eating with a bunch of his friends, and he had a bag of chips that were like from Barcelona, like potato tortilla chips, and they were like, "Does that mean he's going to Barcelona?" And yes. Like, this is just when. Say yes. Yes, yeah, it does. This is when See, we've taken it just too far when we're analyzing see, see, chips yes. of a picture. I Dios mio, we move on to yeah. Burnmouth against Chelsea down at the Vitality Stadium. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing like Richard Sherman eating a bag of Cape Cod potato chips, and that's the reason that everybody thinks he's going to the Patriots. 
That would be Adrian Peterson who would be eating Cape Cod chips. Oh, oh you didn't hear, hear the Sherman rumor? Well, Sherman's been – they've been fielding trade rumors. Yes. Patriots are going because that, he loves Cape Cod potato chips. Oh, yeah, sure. Yep, you nailed it. You, Just you, Yep. I went Good. to the Cape Cod potato chip factory once. When you with you're within like half a mile of the place, and it literally smells like potatoes. And I bought a T-shirt that said "Potato Crombie and Chip." Still wear it. Anyway, what are we talking is about? A, is it a Smedium? <laughs> no. Bournemouth Chelsea, right? Bournemouth Chelsea. Zuma. Uh, <laughs> Josh King. Mm. He he keeps getting on the score sheet. I know. I know. Um, by hook or by crook, he'll make his way there. Yeah, it's it's an incredible run. But no, I'm not taking him this week. Okay. Um, Chelsea, obviously, if Eden Hazard plays, you you got to consider him. I I, I don't <clears> think <throat> there's a bad Chelsea option except for Cotois on this one. Agreed. And then, yeah, yep. Archer Boric? No, 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 no. We've we've talked about this and we've talked about this multiple times. Chelsea are not the offense to go up against if you're a goal, if you're trying to pick a low price goalkeeper. It's it's been a little better recently, but yeah, but this better one, recently, but it's not great. It's not a great circumstance. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I still have no no interest in trying to get that. Wayne Hennessy had an awesome game against them. That's true, but that's the that's the rarity. Also, yes. because they were winning, so Chelsea were coming at them. Yeah, and they won. Excuse me. I don't know. Yeah, they they, did, they, they, they were winning. winning and finished that, and, way. and they're still winning. In that <laughs> right. Um, yes. But yeah, I have not. No. I've noticed this slate does not have a lot of evenly matched games. There, there's only like two. Yeah, it's, and it's one Bur- of them is Middlesbrough. Right. <laughs> that's it. Oh, I guess no, West Ham. No, no, Swan- there's a yes, second West one. It's, it's coming up on Sunday. We'll get to that one in a minute. Though. I think West Ham Swansea is pretty close. No, no. Really? Well, I guess because West Ham are at home and they're terrible at home. No, yeah. but I think West Ham take that one pretty easily. Oh, all right. I think West Brom hosting Southampton is pretty close too. That depends on Gabby Adini. Okay. Depends on Gabby Adini. Okay. Let's go to Sunday though. Yes. We got Sunderland. We got Man United. David Come on, Moyes revenge game. How many are okay, David Moyes? Donald Love, Patty McNair. Uh, McNair's been out all he, season, but yeah, that's fine. He, he'll he'll come and back. And Love, I think. But yeah, uh, uh, Yanazai. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, on, Yanazai. Is he on loan? Yeah, he's, he's on loan. loan. Yeah, he's he's, he's not going to play. Hey, Wabi what are Kazri. they going to do now? Oh my God, Wabi Kazri. It's definitely not Wabi Kazri. It really should be, but it's definitely not. Like that's. Oh. Like what's funny is you're like, oh, it it should be Rob, Wa, uh, Wabi Kazri and and uh, Moise is gonna be like, no, 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 it's Jack Rodwell, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, Man City, Man Jason, City connection to go up against Jason Man United. Denier maybe. Denier was at Man City too, wasn't he? He still is. He's a lone player. Oh, is he? Oh, all right. Jason Denier, yeah, he's a young, he's a young, I think he's a young Belgian defender. He's Belgian, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for World Cup 2018. There you go. Um, the, yeah, United oh, is the Paul, same. Paul Pogba, does he start now? Yes. He, he came off the bench. He should be starting now, yes, right? Yes, Um Looked terrible. The, that's not true. He actually scored a lot of points. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good. The, so he came on for Daily Blind, and Blind started at left back, which pushed Ashley Young to right back. 
And as soon as he came on, everybody looked over at Mourinho to find out who was going to play left back because obviously it was not going to be Pogba who came on for Blind. So Ander Herrera like went over and then there was like some barking from the sideline and he like looked over and then Jesse Lingard went over and he played left back for a little bit and like they had absolutely no idea what to do. Should have just played three at the back. And then he's not Jose doesn't do that. But Blind looks so bad and He does do that because he played five at the back against Watford one time. Um, when he was manager at Chelsea. Was that the Remember Norwich Remember that when he put Kennedy? Norwich. Norwich. Norwich, that's right. Yeah, it was even worse than Watford. <laughs> um, yeah, Jesse Lingard just signed like a $100,000 pound a week deal. His new contract. Jesse Lingard. Yeah, I mean, he's a young young, Engl- young yeah. England international. They yeah. get paid more. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. Um, Homegrown talent, man. That, that It's... it's it allows them to spend on other players. Yeah. I'm not even sure he starts this week. Does Mkhitaryan finally do something? No. I went back and forth um, in my rankings because, like, it's the right time for Mkhitaryan. Like, y- you should have, like, exposure to the Man United midfield when they have a game against Sunderland. And it, I, like, really struggled to get Mkhitaryan anywhere near the top 10 I I didn't and I have Pogba ahead of him just because I think Mkhitaryan has turned into just this like random goal dependent player who doesn't score goals which is kind of like Pogba but Pogba at least takes four or five shots a game at least well I mean the only thing you can count on is Laton. right and he came for them for zero dollars in well zero dollars in terms of fee Good scouting, guys. <laughs> awesome job on that one. I assume he's the highest paid player on the team. Uh, probably. That's actually, uh, yeah, that could be true. Like, I guess, I'm guessing, like, the his salary is, or wages, as they like to call them, um, is higher than most of the people they, like, they paid for. I guess Shaw, uh, that's not true. Never mind. I forgot how much they overpay for players like Luke Shaw and Marouane Fellaini. Although that was Moise's, uh, Moise's move. <sighs> that, yeah. God, Fellaini. I remember when he. I remember when I used to like him. I didn't know you did. Oh, when he was on Everton, loved him. Oh, really? The hmm. hair, yeah. The hair. Oh my God, how could you go wrong with that hair? I, I was. I'm still jealous of that hair. Wow. Okay. I'm surprised. Yeah. You're surprised. I'm a little surprised. I'm surprised. <laughs> this is what happens when we have to talk about Manchester United at Sunderland. Let's well, move on to the even game of the weekend. That's right. Everton at home against Leicester, the resurgent Leicester. Yeah. Six from six for Craig Shakespeare. Uh, going on to take on Ronald Koeman and Everton, who who defended very valiantly against Man United, to be fair. They, yep. they, they put on a good show defensively, and that's a team that usually doesn't do that against United. So, In fact, they've never won ever, I believe, at uh, at Manchester United. I The In other the incredible stat that I heard was that if they had won that game, Ronald Koeman would have been the first manager ever to win three matches in a row at Old Trafford. That's right, because he did it twice for Southampton. Right. 
Ah, uh, yes. This is all true. It was so close. So close. But yeah, Everton now um, will not have Ashley Williams because of the red card that he got that uh, equalized that game. And obviously they're still without Funus Mori. So we're looking at, I'm guessing they go back to a back four because they don't have three center backs. As simple yeah. as that. <laughs> they don't Probably even have not. three of them. So... I uh, hope we keep that sneeze on the podcast too. <laughs> Try to stifle it. Oh well. There's a mute button. <laughs> yeah, I, I I missed it. Hmm. it. Came on like a wrecking Just, ball. Just yeah, that happens. I get it. Um, does that make you like Lester anymore? That they'll have to score against Phil Jagielka and Mason Holgate. I like Mason Holgate. I do. I actually like his game overall. Okay. So I don't want to make it seem like. You know, just because Mason Holgate's playing, that that's a weakness because I don't think that's true. Okay. Now, he uh, the fact that he's not playing right back hurts his fantasy value to me, but mm-hmm. no, I don't think he's the, I don't think he'd be the problem. Okay. On the Leicester side, uh, for, I mean, everyone lost faith in Christian Fuchs pretty fast uh, on the rankings. Um, well, I mean, at Everton is not the ideal clean sheet spot. So that's why. I don't know about that. I, I'm 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 more into you're the only one who ranked him. Wow. Um, I'm the yeah. I'm I'm thinking Lukaku does enough that Fuchs is rendered useless. Since those rankings are really meant for season long, which is very clean sheet dependent. But I think Lester may score at least one. Like, I think this should be a very exciting game. Again, I think it's one of these think, evenly I, I matched be, to zero, I zero. Be, Yeah, I, sorry, I sorry to interrupt you. I I, that, I feel like it's a it's going to be a very entertaining game. I think it's going to be the most entertaining game, <laughs> the second most entertaining game to me is the way I feel it will be. Okay. I actually I think Middlesbrough and Burnley will be so like everyone's going to be so tight and so nervous that it might actually be somewhat thrilling. Okay, you watch that game and you let me know how that is. You know, uh, you know, at the Saturday slate, I, I, I probably will tune into that game. All the other games are pretty useless to me. I might, I mean, from the neutrals' perspective, I just want to watch Liverpool all the time. Yep. But burn, oh god, that's a terrible slate, entertainment-wise. Uh, yep, it is. All right, let's get to the last game, which is on Monday. Oh, oh before we get there, who do you like the most from this Leicester Everton game? Is it Lukaku? Yannick Velassi coming back from the dead. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, Riyad Mahrez probably. Over Lukaku. It's tough. But I, I I always tend to go the mid, the midfielder who has the lower floor, especially because uh, you know, Lukaku, he's... What do you mean the to get Lukaku, Riyad Mahrez? Under Craig Shakespeare, he's had... you know, he, He's on a pretty good streak right now. Yeah. He's got a higher floor. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, sorry. Sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You. You were right to correct me. Uh, <laughs> yes. A, he has a higher floor. Yes. Lower risk is what I, I was going. I agree. Really, what I was going for. Um. Yes, that's the reason why. It's yeah, for, it. for 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 a smaller tournament that I would say Mares. Actually, I'm not even sure because I think I think he's going to be. I think Lukaku is going to be very, very, very popular in terms of percentage wise. Uh. 
not as popular as Ibrahimovic will be in the Sunday Monday slate, but still pretty popular. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing if they'll include Monday or not. <clears throat> because I I assume there's so some... if it's just a two game slate, then yeah, it'll, he'll be through the roof. Who will? Lukaku, because people will take the, people. Uh, if I'm doing a Sunday only slate, I'm doubling up on Ibrahimovic and Lukaku. Wow, I mean that that'll literally leave you with nothing. Yeah, you'll have. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take. I'll be taking Jordan Pickford. I'll be taking like all the lower end. Uh, you know, I may have to go like Donald Love, may, maybe Brian Oviedo. Like you, you'll have to take people you don't want. Yeah, you're not going to get enough points that way. I, I there's the chance. There's a very good chance that between those two, that's four goals. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how many more points are you going to need, right? <laughs> like, um, a surprising number. Yes, I. Oh my god, but your average, your averages from the other players don't need to be as high. Is my point, especially yeah, because I, I understand the point. I'm just saying I don't think you can. You'll win with those two. And not and with with All those right. two that, and that nobody now, else. Now we're gonna have to test it. Yeah, we should. We should. We'll we'll, we'll get back to everybody. I'm not saying That's... you can't have one of them, but having both of them. No, I, think... I you know I'm saying. Okay. How common do you think it'll be then that the combination two of these three will be on people's lineups, especially uh, you know Vardy, Lukaku, Ibrahimovic. You have to have two. Do you think? Do, do you think? I I, I think. Two of the three is almost mandatory for this slate uh, because there's not there's not enough good midfield options. Um, I think there's, you'll see many more people because Mares you can play as a midfielder. I mean, I'm excuse me as a forward. So I think you'll see more people playing Mares and one of those. Or uh, no, I think Mkhitaryan's still a midfielder. I, I think it'll be. One of Zlatan and Lukaku, and then and Mares. Like for... I, I, you know, what? I still want to try. It. I'm still gonna. I, I want to take the side of Lukaku and yeah. Ibrahimovic. Hey, Kevin, if Morales starts, he's a, he's forward eligible. Hope. Yeah, but you're gonna make that call on Thursday on today that he's gonna start. Well, I on Sunday. I'll, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, I don't no. think he starts. I don't think he starts. Oh, he started this just. I know he started. Yeah. I know he just started. He played well, and he was the first person to come off the pitch. Yeah. Oh, he'll definitely come off early. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But I think, yeah. All right, let's get to the last game of the weekend. Yeah. It'll be very not entertaining, except for the fact that Big Sam may just punch somebody in the face at mm-hmm. some point. But that could happen any week. Yeah. Uh, Arson I mean, Wenger. I can't, I'm trying to find a way to sell this game. How many goals will Alexi Sanchez score? Uh, I don't it's just. I think this is a very... Monday night nil-nil draw. If that's the case, I, I'm going to feel so sorry for you. <laughs> Palace have like a ridiculous schedule uh, for the rest of the season, and they just got to get points wherever they can. And I'm not sure they – like winning at Stamford Bridge is a, is incredible. But I think they – I think they're going to just try to get one point against a team like Arsenal. Like their remaining schedule is home against Arsenal, home against Leicester, at Liverpool, home against Spurs, home against Burnley, at Man City, home against Hull, at Man United. So Man United, Man City, Tottenham, Liverpool, Leicester, and Arsenal. 
and they're only three points right. above relegation. Right. So but I they, think I think but, they. But to they, their credit, they their goal differential is they, they have the tiebreaker. Um. <laughs> safely with eighteen goals in differential. Uh. Yes. Yes. Well. Oh, Burrow's Unless only. Burrow somehow, yeah, Burrow. Well, but yeah, but yeah, but they're eight games above Burrow. <laughs> they're eight points above Burrow. Um, right. Yes. I'm right. Yeah, that's yes. not correct. That's not so. Yes. They have the tiebreakers over Hull and Swansea, so yes. they're really. I'd say they're three and a half points above. Yeah. Out of relegation. But I think so. Anyway, I I think they just tried to get one point out of games. If they can get one point out of as many of those games, plus, uh, you know, obviously they need to beat. Well, Christian uh, Benteke is picking the right time to score, start scoring yeah. goals. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Andros Townsend got an assist last week, so uh, can't get you know, the right players are starting to play well at the right time, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and but I think this one's scoreless. Man, that man, that'll really kill Arsenal in terms of their yep. quest to get back to the top four. Yeah, I think the quest is. Gone. They have a game in hand on City, all right. They're, they're, mm-hmm. They they keep one point behind them, so let's not let's not get too crazy. Um, yeah, okay. But but they are tied with United too, so right. it, on on points and games in hand, right? And City <sighs> have a match against Burnmouth this week, so anyway, so you don't like any offensive option in this game, then? That's, um, I mean, that's not named Alexi Sanchez. Uh, I I have trouble picking Arsenal guys not named Alexis Sanchez. Yes. Okay. Would you take Andros Ta- do you think Andros Townsend will have chances to cross? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. He's been really expensive though because of those crosses. So. Well, I mean, it's a Monday slate. No. How it'll be a. This? It'll be. My guess is that it's an interleague slate of. Uh, um, trying to see if I can pull the schedule up here. So an interleague slate. Oh God, gross. Two game slate. Crystal Palace, Arsenal, and Real Sociedad and Sporting Gijon. 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 Okay. Gijon mustard. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's get to DraftKings, shall we? Yeah, let's, 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 let's kill off this unentertaining yeah. game week with our unentertaining teams. Uh, I'll start as I always do, because Tom Heaton always is the first name out of my mouth and it will be again at 4,500. I think he's the second or third least expensive starting goalkeeper. And that's just fine for me playing against Burrow. Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think a lot of people, I mean, the save upside is not that high, like not as high as it usually is, but yeah, Yeah, Burrow. The the coefficient with the, with uh, whatever coefficient you draw to that, plus uh, the factor of getting a clean sheet, the clean sheet outweighs it this week. Because Burrow are god awful offensively. What do you mean? They just scored two goals against well, whoever. Stop. Yeah. No, Stop. I agree. I think Heaton's going to be popular. Yeah. Uh, I also doubled up. Uh, I took Matthew Lowton in this one as well at thirty nine hundred because that's not a terrible price and he can do stuff in terms of crosses. Uh, I'm not anticipating much offensively from him, but. Why not, right? He's a he's a fullback who might get a clean sheet and might be able to go forward because Burrow will let them. Yeah, I'm buying that. Uh, and at 4,500 as well, I took Ryan Bertrand. I'm anticipating that he starts wow. again. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me, my God, my I am just in terrible form. Uh, I was look. I actually tried to get Cedric in this one, but he we became too expensive after I after I got my high price players in. Mm-hmm. But. Um, the defenders really bugged me because like there just wasn't that much 
goodness in the defenders this week. I was really disappointed with what I had to choose from. Yeah, I ended up basically trying to save in both of these spots, which I really don't want to do. Um, And I'm essentially just hoping that there's some sort of rotation that opens up a spot um, because of all the the matches. But I had, uh, I currently have Azpilicueta there, and if he starts out wide, then I will keep him there. Alan Niam is the same price, although if Matt Phillips comes back, then Niam probably goes to the bench because Brunt will move back. And right now I have a um, $3,000 holder for of Harry Maguire, who I'm I hoping I can turn into a $3,100 Nathan Ake if he starts out wide. No. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I agree. But I would... That's I'm holding a spot for him. And yeah, then I have, if Nathan uh, Ake starts out wide, I'll, I'll send a tweet out saying, Happy Nathan Ake Day. Yeah, good. I hope it happens. Everyone's going to take, everyone's gonna take him. Yeah, even though he's never really been that great out wide. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Everyone will take him because of the opportunity and the cost. The opportunity cost is low. Sure. <sighs> Your midfield. How many midfielders do you have? Um, I have five. Three. You took two forwards, two outright forwards. Um, three and a half. Okay. Let's hear your let's hear your three then. Um, Stuart Downing. Gross. David Silva, and Better. Philippe Coutinho. Uh, I also have Coutinho. Yeah, I think everyone should have him. Yeah, that was first name on the sheet. Yep. I think. Uh, I have Fernandinho. That's oh. my Man City player that I did not anticipate anyone really seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at his game logs, they're not terrible. Um, In fact, his worst game was playing for Brazil. But uh, against Chelsea, he played very well without registering a goal or an assist, getting nine points. Um, against Arsenal, that was a five. But against Liverpool, he also had nine points, and he had a couple of eight-pointers, one against Stoke, one against mm-hmm. at Sunderland. So, I mean, you know, since the beginning of March, he's he hasn't been terrible. And at 3,500, that's... That's the price that uh, thirty four hundred excuse me. That's the price I'm willing to invest in someone who's getting between four and nine points with no goals and assists with the opportunity because everyone in City will have the opportunity to score against Hull. Uh, yeah, I think it's mostly just a tackle play, which is not bad because no, so he's, he's not a bad tackle play and he's not a bad. Um, yeah, he's been taking some shots fouls too. Drawn so. play in this one either, but um, I'm not sure he's drawing many fouls. He's certainly committing them, but yeah, I mean, I I get it. Um, I get it. And I uh, You'd so probably Fernandinho, play that if he was a defender. Sure. He's yes. Not, but... uh, Fernandinho, thirty four hundred. I took Adama Traore at forty six hundred. because hmm. uh, you know, Burnley just like Burrow, they're gonna let people have the ball and Adama Traore loves le- loves to have the ball. Yeah. Uh, and he'll 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 Burnley potentially give up get a lot some... of crosses too, so that's yeah, yeah that's last week. Like that. Yeah, he yep. could potentially have some crosses, and he got the assist off a cross too. So yeah. it's a Negredo. Okay, and I also have Philippe Coutinho, like I mentioned. I have Gilfie Sigurdsson at eleven seven because wow. that's too good to pass up almost at any price because he's against West Ham. I don't think it'll be a question of like the fact that he'll get points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also have Pedro at eighty six hundred. Wow, wow. Why do you like Pedro that much? Uh, that much it, it i mean it's burnmouth man like it's not they're not they're not going all out like they, like burnmouth are just they're not that great anymore let's be honest i guess, Actually, I guess honest, the question I, is I will, I will i will pivot to 
someone like Gabby Adini or if Sterling starts, I'll pivot to Sterling. But I guess it's why do you like Pedro more than Hazard? Uh, I couldn't afford Hazard. Oh, okay. It's a three hundred dollar difference. I feel like I know. I, I'm in that. I'm. I was. I'm in that zone okay. that I can't afford it. I mean, I could drop Bertrand and go lower there. I might, and you know, I, I might end up doing that. But yeah, the, like I, I said, the defenders were so disappointing when you get below Bertrand. Um, yeah. Uh, wasn't uh, Daniel oh, Klein no. would be who I'd have to go to. Uh, you get no. It's uh, Craig Dawson, your boy. No, oh, that only gets you two hundred. Well, I have 100 left over, oh, so I only need perfect. 200. Yeah. So you think uh, Bertrand and Pedro is better than Craig Dawson and Hazard? Yeah, oh, I do. Okay. okay. I think Bertrand. I think Bertrand. I think Bertrand is underrated in terms of how many points he can get. Okay. On the road at wherever they're playing. West Brom. West Brom. West Brom do give up cross. a lot of crosses. I will say that. A team that'll let you cross the ball. Yeah. Um, my two forwards are Firmino, which I do not like, and Aguero, which I do like. I really, I, I was tempted with Aguero. I, yeah. I, I like Aguero a lot in this spot. Aguero took me out of the Sigurdsson running, so I went yep. Aguero and Coutinho. Firmino, like that, there's another one. Like I'm hoping a a cheaper forward comes out that is playable. That's I'm what, not, we, all, I'm that's not what playing, we all hope for. Yeah, I'm not playing Chadley, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, this game, like, this this slate is, I, I, I wish I could take more City players, but they're so expensive. Right. But, yeah. I mean, if Sterling starts, I will likely be pivoting to him. Okay. Because uh, I think Sterling, I mean, I could also pivot to Sané, too. Yeah, yeah. But that is goal-dependent. Yeah. Sané. Aguero's goal odds are just too good for me to pass up. Yeah. I Basically, think. I guess what I'm trying to say is if there's a weekend where you need to get a lot of stuff done around the house uh, or, you know, you, you just don't have a lot of access to the TV, it's a good weekend to have it because this is an underwhelming slate overall. What do you think, it. Andrew? It feels it. Which means that we'll get a record weekend worth yeah, of 75 goals. goals. Yep. Guaranteed. All right. You, we can put it in the books just like this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For Andrew, I have been Mike. Have a great weekend. I, again, optional if you want to watch the Premier League this weekend, but at least score one fewer point than I do on DraftKings if you so choose. All right, have a good have a good weekend and good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com/soccer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.